Good morning. Um, just a couple more quick announcements about the Fall Festival. If you are watching online, we do have our trunk or treat this afternoon from 4 to 6. So come out and join us. Um, we normally do a slideshow from the Fall Festival every year, just with pictures from the Fall Festival. We're going to do it a little differently this year. So if you come tonight, make sure you take lots of pictures, camera, phone, whatever. And then afterwards, um, if you go to our website, not our Facebook page, our actual website, there'll be a banner at the top. It'll say, click here to upload Fall Festival pictures. If you'll click it, you can upload all your pictures from your phone or your camera, and those will go straight to us so that we have a variety of pictures from everybody to make um, a slideshow. So if you have any questions, you can um, see me or Matt, and we can help you figure out how to do that. Um, but just come out, take lots, lots of pictures, and we'll have a lot of fun. Every time I try to make it on my own Every time I try to stand I start to fall All those lonely roads that I have traveled on and There was Jesus When the life I built came crashing to the ground when the friends I had were nowhere to be found I couldn't see it then, but I can see it now and There was Jesus In the waiting, in the searching In the healing and the hurting Like a blessing buried in the broken Every moment where I've been and where I'm going, even when I didn't know it, I couldn't see it.
thank you that you're always there. God, that you are always present, Lord. We pray about God and thank you for your presence here today. We pray that you would be lifted up, that you would be glorified. We pray for Brother Darrell as he delivers your word today. In Jesus' name, amen.
worry when giants come calling my name. My God is so much bigger than troubles I face. Why would I hunger for power or riches or fame? so much better than all of these things I won't be shaken no I won't be moved my God is faithful His promise is true Cause they know the battle is done Oh my God is stronger The victory is already won Yeah, he died for my ransom And rose up on the third day Yeah, my God is great
may be seated this morning. Okay, if you have your Bible, Hebrews chapter 13, 15 through 16, sacrifice. Hebrews 13, 15 through 16. Read closely, read closely as we read these scriptures. Just two verses, obviously. There's a somewhat of an outline of the backside of your announcements. You like to use that. Also, we didn't have room for all the announcements on the front page. There is one more on the back. Hebrews 13, 15 reads, Therefore by him, by Jesus, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise. You see that phrase? The sacrifice of praise to God. That is, what is the sacrifice of praise? That is, the fruit of our lips. So what we're speaking. The sacrifice of praise is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Simple, but not easy. And we'll talk about that. That's going to be the first part. Let's go ahead and read the second verse. It changes a little bit. Do not forget to do good, verse 16, and to share for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. So the first part is the sacrifice of praise. That's the, the fruit of our lips, what we're speaking. And the second, I'm going to say the sacrifice of giving or the sacrifice of doing. And specifically giving because that's what we do. Okay. So the simple phrase, the sacrificial speaking. Okay, sacrifice of praise, that is the, the fruit of our lips, and then sacrifice, sacrificial giving, that's the doing part. In both of those, I want to draw a distinction here. Uh, the phrase came, this message came very plain to me this last week, and, and it's just one simple phrase that I heard. I think it was on, it was on radio, and it was a, uh, probably a commercial type thing. I think it was a was a charity asking to, for people to give, and that's you know that's what they should do. So it was a charity asking for people to give, and here's the phrase that they used, and it's a good phrase, and I I agree with it. It's uh, to give from your abundance, asking you to give from your abundance. Okay, and I get that, and I agree with that, and it's scriptural. To give from your abundance. Give as, as God has given to you. And, and sometimes the phrase, you know, press down. Uh, to give from your abundance. We should do that. Biblical. Godly. God's blessed you. Give. But that's not what this is. The sacrificial speaking is, uh, and the, the sacrificial giving. But I want to concentrate on the Speaking first. Sacrificial speaking, which is the fruit of our lips. But the sacrificial, it's not from abundance. This is a sacrifice. This is not, you see, and it's appropriate, it's godly, it's biblical, when God is blessing you in such abundant ways that you do say so. You ought to say so. It is not appropriate if you keep your mouth shut when God is blessing you in such abundant ways 
It's just not appropriate. It's inappropriate for you to not say so. It's inappropriate for you to stay in your seat. It's inappropriate for you not to give God the praise as he is blessing you in such abundant ways. But it doesn't always work like that. And life isn't always like that. Half the time, not half the time, all the time, half of you come into the Lord's house and you just had a great week. All the time, about half of you come into the Lord's house. You have just had such a great week. You've had such an abundant week. It's inappropriate for you to not say so. It's, it's inappropriate for you to not give God the praise. Well, what about the other half? Well, we haven't had such a great week. But every week it changes. Every week it changes. And sacrificial speaking is going ahead and speaking, giving God the glory, giving God the praise, not in your abundance, but in your need. This is speaking from your need, not your abundance. This is speaking from your pain, not the good. It's the painful. I think everybody gets that it's, that it's when God is blessing in such abundant, great, good ways that we ought to give God the credit. Acknowledge him in all of your ways. But when things aren't so good, and for half of you, that's about the way, where we are. Next week it might change, but this is where we are to, today, right now. And so it's not been such a great week. It's not been, it's not such a, it's sacrifice. So sacrificial speaking is speaking from your need, not from your abundance. And it's going to happen like that. So here it, here it is. Here's the tough part. It's going ahead and giving God the thanks and giving God the glory and giving God the praise and, and glorifying him and thanking him in the middle of a very difficult time. That's sacrifice. Speaking from your abundance is not sacrifice. It isn't. Speaking from your need is sacrifice. There are some here this morning that, that you, can't, you can't even participate in sacrificial speaking because that's not where you are. You could definitely speak from your, from your abundance, and you should, but you, you, you can't do the sacrificial speaking because things are too good for you right now. <laughs> Isn't that odd to say? Things are too good for you. You can't do it. But some of us, we can. And we should. Okay, I'm going to do this. You don't like when I do this because I'm going to put you on the spot. And I want, but I'm going to give you this time right now. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit work through you. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit work through you right now for the rest of the service. We're going to have, at, we used to call it, at, uh, we used to call it a worship response time. Very simply, at the end of the service, I'm going to bring a microphone down here. I'm going to set this microphone up. And after I'm through speaking, we're going to have an invitation time. And that invitation time is going to be for you to come. And you can come for any reason at all. We never want to, want to limit or, or tell you what you can come for. But specifically, it's going to be to come and pray and seek the Lord about your need. 
your need. Need of someone else too. But it's the time for us to come and pray about our need. The worship response after that's done, and, and, and the live stream won't, won't see this, okay? But after that's done, then we're going to set up a mic, and that's going to be sacrificial speaking. And that's going to give you the chance to stand up in the Lord's house and give him the praise, give him the glory, and give him the thanks in the middle of a really difficult time that you're going through. Now, I'm not going to limit it to that. If you need to speak and want to speak from your abundance, you get to do that too. There are people here this morning that that's a sacrifice. To get up, stand before a congregation, and who, by the way, is on your side, okay? Somebody made that very, years and years ago, I'm glad somebody told me that. When, when I'm preaching to my home church, you're on my side. We're not, we're not against each other. They're on your side. When you speak in front of us, we're on your side. But to stand up, I'm going to make this plain. I'm, I'm not going to back off from this. To stand up here in front of a mic and speak to a crowd is really, really tough. I know that. I mean, it's really tough. Isn't that why it's sacrificial speaking? Because it's tough. And to talk about what I'm going through to today, right now, that's tough, isn't it? Isn't that why it's called sacrificial speaking? The fruit of our lips, it's our, it's our speaking. It's tough. It, it's hard to do. If it's not hard to do, it's not a sacrifice. It's from your abundance. This isn't from your abundance. This is from your need. And then the Holy Spirit takes that and he begins to do all kinds of things with that that can't be done if you don't say it. That can't be done if you don't speak it. Now, I absolutely know there's some of you in the crowd saying, hey, there ain't no way I'm going to do that. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit deal with you about that for the rest of the time that we have. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit work with you about that. I know your initial response is, I'm not doing that. What about the Holy Spirit response? Are you going to, are you going to disobey God? And are you going to not let God do what he wants to do through your speaking? Through what you have to say? Through what the Holy Spirit's going to say through you? Are you going to sit there and disobey God? If you do that, that's on you. I'm doing everything I can to make it possible that you obey God and let the Holy Spirit... Now, here's what I want to say about that before we move on to sacrificial giving. I am sick and tired of Americanized gospel. I am, in case anybody didn't hear that, I'm sick and tired of an Americanized gospel that wants us to think that God is only in the easy stuff. That God is only in the easy stuff. And so that if it's hard, God's not in that. And if it's difficult, God's not in that. And if it's a sacrifice, 
God's not in that. He wouldn't ask us to do that. That's Americanized gospel that's not Bible at all. And isn't it ironic, the Americanized gospel that wants to preach to us that, that everything God does in our life is easy. Everything God does in our life is comfortable. You're going to like everything God does. That's an Americanized gospel that's not Bible at, at all. And the irony of it is the hero of our faith, the leader of our faith, died on a cross. Dying on a cross. Uh, I'll go back. This happened several years ago. I just cannot get it out of mind. Dee Dee made a uh, crown of thorns like they put on Jesus' head. And she found the thorns. Somebody in a church we were at saw the crown of thorns. We had it on a table getting ready for Easter, whatever it was, had the crown of thorns. Somebody in church said, Sister, I don't think it was really that bad. Isn't that Americanized gospel? I don't think it was really that bad. And I don't understand separating what Jesus did for us and where Jesus said, as the teacher is, so will be the student. As the teacher is, so will be the disciple, the follower. And this Americanized thought that as a disciple of Jesus, which I am, that I won't, that he's not going to ask me to do difficult things. Now you say, I'm, I'm trying to shame you into it. No, I'm not trying to shame you into it. I'm giving you the opportunity to do something difficult for Jesus. I'm, doing, I'm giving you the opportunity to sacrifice for him because he sacrificed for you. And it's just insane that he would not ask you along the way to get involved with and do some things that are tough and difficult for him for the cause of Christ. And it's amazing what God will do with you and can do through you when you do the sacrificial thing. But but as long as you stay on the easy path that almost everybody is on, right? That's what Jesus said. There's a wide path. Everybody wants to be on that path. But there's a narrow street, and few there are on it. Why? Because it's tough. That's why. People don't like it. But God uses that. Well, I don't know what God could do. No, none of us do. None of us do knows what God can do until you try it. Let the Holy Spirit deal with you right now till the end of the service. Hey, if he's not, he's not. If the Holy Spirit's not dealing with it, you shouldn't come up. If the Holy Spirit's dealing with it, you know you should. There's something that he has for you to say that's speaking Fruit of our lips. Okay. Giving, verse 16. I'll just read the verse again. The screen will say sacrificial giving. But don't forget to do good and to share. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Now, this is giving not from your abundance, right? It's a sacrifice. Giving from your abundance is easy. Almost all of us do that. Nothing wrong with that. It's good. You should. That's, but that's not sacrifice. Sacrifice is giving 
when it's hard to give, when you don't have a lot to give, but you, you share it anyway, okay? Why is that so important? There's going to be very few things in your life that's going to change you spiritually as much as when you stop being a getter only and transform, remember what we talked about last week, transform to a giver. There's hardly anything that's going to transform you and your spiritual life as much as when you learn to give. We're not giving because God needs it. Let's just get that out of our mind right now. God doesn't need me. God doesn't need me. God doesn't need me to give. He doesn't need you to give. God's not poor. It's not about that. But it's about transforming the person that you give to and then transforming you. But this isn't giving from your, uh, from your abundance. It's a sacrifice. This is tough. You don't have much. It's hard to give. But the Holy Spirit moves and you give anyway. Then transformation begins to happen in you. Let me, let me do it this way. If you were uncomfortable before, you might as well get more uncomfortable. How many of you come to the Lord's house? I'm, I doubt that it's any of you would ever do this. But how many of you have heard maybe other people say after church, I didn't get much out of the service. I know none of you have ever said that. But maybe you've heard other people say that. I didn't get much out of the service. Can you right now stop saying that? Can you right now just make a decision? I'm never saying that again. Chances are you were watching for the performance. If the band hit a wrong note, I don't know if you caught it. Somebody actually did hit a wrong note. And I'll talk to them about that after church. You hit a wrong note. I don't know. Can you stop coming to church to just get? Can you let the Holy Spirit begin to transform you and make you different to where you stop? I'm just using this as an, as an analogy. There's so many other things that I could use. But to stop coming to church just to get. Well, what? And, and instead of that, you come to give. And it's a transforming. It's not going to happen in one week. It's not, it's not going to happen right now. It's done because hardly anything God's ever going to do in your life is going to happen in one week and, it, and it's done. It doesn't work like that. There's a lifelong transformation. But there is hardly anything that I could think of and I could talk to you about that's going to transform your spiritual life as much as when you transform over to being a giver instead of just a getter. Now, I need to get, but nobody's getting as much out of the message right now as I am because I'm the one giving it. None of you are going to remember this as much as I will. None of you are having as much fun right now as I am because I'm the giver. When you come to the Lord's house and you come to worship him and praise him and you get out of your head that you've come to just get. I haven't come to get. I've come to give. Every, every Sunday school teacher this morning came to give. Everybody that plays in the band, even as hard a time as I, as I give them, they, they, they came to give. What about you? Today, 
What have you given? I'm not even talking about the money. Because I know very well, I've learned this, if you get people's hearts, you get their billfold. God will do that. If I, if, if I aim for the billfold, I won't even get that. And I won't get your heart. But we're aiming for your heart. So I'm not even talking about the, talking about the money part. What have you given? Well, okay, how, how do I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not the preacher. I don't teach. I don't play in the band. We're all here this morning. There's a whole group of us here. Let's go back to where we started. Half of you have come to the Lord. It's been a pretty good week. Half of you, half of you been a pretty tough week. How about loving each other? How about praying for each other? How about stepping out of your seat? How about stepping out of your comfort zone and concentrating on someone else instead of you? How about looking, you know, over there, looking over here? How about the person next to you? How about the person behind you? How about reaching out? And when somebody comes to an altar and pray, what do you do? Do you watch? Or do you come help pray? What do you give? When you see somebody that's just down, what do you do? Do you just keep it to yourself? Just, just This is all about me getting. Or do you look at them, they're kind of down, they're kind of out this morning. And you reach over, just talk to them or, or pray for them. There's a whole lot of church goes on before church. And there's a whole lot of church goes on after church. And there should be a whole lot of church going on during church. And it's not about you getting. But it's about you giving. Somebody comes to an altar and pray, what do you do? When somebody's in tears in the, in the pew, what do you do? Well, how would I know? You, because you got this mindset, I'm watching, I'm looking. I've come to give. I've come to give. I've come to, how that verse say, but don't forget to do good and to share with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. I'll tell you what. It'll actually absolutely transform you when you come to the Lord's house with intention to give. I'm going to pray for somebody. I'm going to look for somebody. I'm going to watch out for them. I'm going to look for somebody. Whether they like it or not, I'm going to look, you know, whether, whether you want me to or not, I'm going to, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to start talking to them. I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to them instead of always expecting them to reach out to me. I'm going to reach out to them. I'm going to do something. Sacrificial giving. I almost called it sacrificial doing. Same thing. But I'm not just going to sit in my seat anymore. I'm not just going to sit and watch anymore. Those, those days are gone. By the grace of God, I'm going to begin to do something for someone else. Now, I just use that as an analogy. You t I, I want you to take it outside of the walls of the church. Please do. And just anybody, anywhere, every, every, everywhere, I'm going to look for people to give. I'm going to look for people to help. I'm, I'm going to get out of my turtle shell. I'm going, to, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to give. That's sacrificial giving. And, and the sacrifice comes, and this is really hard for me to do. 
It's easy for some people. I think Tony Bird could talk to a brick wall and like it. I, I can't. If you look up introverted in the dic dictionary, there is my, there's my face, all right? That's me. Now, you say, well, you don't, you don't act like it. You don't know. You just don't know. This is by the grace of God. But I'm not... I'm not going to back off. I'm not going to sit back. I come to church to give. I come to church to give. Now, I'm not letting you off the hook, okay? Let's go back to, uh, oh, wait a minute. I was supposed to give you some scriptures. Okay, Job chapter 13, verse 15. Job said, though he slay me, yet I will trust him. Habakkuk. Chapter 3, 17 through 19. These are, these are really famous verses. Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit beyond the vine, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet. And he will make me walk on high hills. To the chief musician <laughs> with my stringed instrument that I never hit a wrong note on. Stand with me, if you would. band's going to come. They're going to sing again the last song that we sung. They're, we're going to use that as our invitation song. The first part of this is what we always do. It's an invitation to come and pray about your need. This is for you. This is your talking to Jesus about your need. The second part of it after that, this part of the invitation is through. I'd like for anybody who wants to, the Holy Spirit moves in you. I'd like for you to stay up here and you can have a seat on the front or you can stand. I don't know if it's just going to be me. It's going to be me if, it, if there isn't anyone else I'm going to praise the Lord from my sacrifice. But if the Holy Spirit's moving on you and, and this isn't because you, you know, want to or think it's fun, but you know the Holy Spirit wants you to. And I want you to stay up here and, and you tell us, you give us the praise to the Lord from your need, okay? As they play and sing, if you need to come to an altar and pray, you have a need on your heart, you're burdened by it, or you are burdened for someone else. And this first part is need. If you need to come and pray as they play and sing that last song that we already sang, we invite you to come.
Stronger the victory. 